I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Very superstitious writings on the wall. That was my Stevie Wonder. That's beautiful. Good. Beautiful. Thank you. Was that your Michael Jackson on top of that? I think so. I don't know. I think it was just a, okay. cry, a cry for help. Which many, many of us are doing lately, right? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, I'm just pretty much the daughter from Poltergeist who just like shows up at mm-hmm. the end and is just like, what's happening? That's like every day in my life. I just get out of my little taxi cab. I'm just like, uh-huh. what is happening? Yeah, it's it's every single day. It's um, like clockwork, really. Pretty much, yeah. There's just like a little mm-hmm. tiny crying session. And then I'm like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I get back on my horse. and Get back on that horse, <laughs> and it might be a dead horse, but we get back on it. And <laughs> Why am I on a horse? I don't know. <laughs> I don't ride horses. <laughs> You're like that the the axe commercial guy, right? I'm on a horse. <laughs> I don't know. I the, my brain is oh, fried. Gosh. Me I, too. I think this movie put a spell on me, and now I, you know. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> well, you know, listeners, it is September when you're listening, but it we record a little bit in advance, so it's we still do. August. So our brains are still completely fried while we're recording this episode. It's, we're going to just jump forward in time right now because we have that power. We do. Because it is a week one of witching and bitching month. Ooh. Oh, I'm so excited. Look, we have some good yeah. stuff lined up for this month. This oh, is a winner. boy, do we. It's I an entire, so like, unholy month of just pissed off, angry witches <laughs> who don't give any fucks like all of us in 2020. That's why this month is going to be perfect to get all that frustration and anger out and... Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like witches are, like, inherently queer in some way. Like, every queer person I know likes witches. I don't know anyone who's yeah, like, oh, I hate weird. witches, you know? It's it's, it's so strange. I, as a kid, like, I would only have nightmares about, like, witches and demons and ghouls and stuff. But now I'm like, witches are kind of neat. Like, they're kind of yeah. cool. There's something aspirational about them, right? I don't know yeah. if it's their, like, great fashion sense or the fact that, like, usually they come into movies and fuck up the traditional family unit. They do. They really I like do. that a lot. I like I'm that. I'm a, a big fan of that. Because that family unit was probably fucked up already to begin with, and the witch just comes exactly. in and shows you what all the problems that were l- lurking beneath the surface, right? It certainly is in this movie, I gotta mm-hmm. say. There are uh-huh. some family dynamics that need some help. Yeah. Yeah, one could argue the, the real villains here are the family and the church, right? They're the ones that are... Pretty fucked up from the beginning. (laughs) I mean, the church is the greatest villain of all time. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah. uh, And here at the Homos on Haunted Hill, we support witches of all kinds, you know. We Uh, do. We love a crone. Uh, We love a bitchy teen witch. Uh, We love Mm -hmm. hot warlocks. Um, uh, Wiccans. You know, all of of them are welcome here at this table. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so listeners, uh, we kind of teased this last week, but you know, we're going to try a new um, little section of the podcast uh, mm-hmm. moving forward and see how it goes. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but we have to keep growing and trying different things, right? We do. 
Um, so this this newest section is called Topic of the Week. Until we come up with a better name, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What could it be? What and, could the topic be? <laughs> and yeah, in this section, we're going to just talk about something for a couple minutes. Just whatever we feel like talking about that week. Uh, you can also email us to suggest things. Maybe we'll take your suggestion. Maybe we won't. But, right. you know, uh, we'd love to hear from you anyway. Yeah. What would you like to hear, you know? Because uh-huh. this, this yeah. could be like the view and hot topics. And we could just talk about whatever is on the plate in the world, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I'm going to go up to our giant wheel that we have on the wall right now, and I'm going to spin it. And the wheel is called the Wheel of Misfortune, right? <gasps> oh, I'm scared. I'm scared with this. I know. I know. Because we don't know what topic we're going to talk about today. We yeah. haven't. We uh-huh. have no idea. We have. We haven't discussed this at all. Of we course. haven't prepared. So. We haven't even watched the movie we're talking about. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had other things to do. It was. <laughs> I wrote the Wikipedia page. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Talk to someone. I, like there are people out there that do that. They're just like, oh, well, I read the, the Wikipedia page. I'm like, you, you spoiled the entire the movie. What the fuck? Ugh. That is not the same as watching the movie. Oh my that gosh. is shameful. No, no, not at all. Oh, okay. So anyway, I'm gonna spin this wheel. Here we go. Oh gosh. Okay, oh. here we go. Ooh, okay. So the topic of the week is favorite horror TV shows. Oh, mm, interesting. I did, I did not see that coming. I didn't either. I thought for yeah. sure it, it would be something about global warming. Yeah, <laughs> there are some good ones. There are yeah. some great ones out there. <laughs> we have an assortment of topics, yeah. Um, the Pia Zadora filmography, perhaps? I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, something yeah. <laughs> a little more on on brand. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really talked about um, horror TV shows much, so Mm-mm. we'll just do a really quick, you know, discussion here. Uh, do you have a couple that you want to briefly? Well, I mean, Tales from the Crypt is of course, the ultimate of course. for me. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I used to watch it on Sci-Fi because they would have these marathons after school, and they would start like three or four, and they would last until like ten o'clock at night, and then I would have to like scramble and do my homework. Every episode is a different story, so mm-hmm. if you don't like one, then maybe the next one will be the one for you. You know, so I exactly, like that. Yeah. Whereas with like yeah. American Horror Story, it's like the entire season is one story so if you don't like that story then like you're stuck with it for you're stuck with it for the whole season yeah yeah Yeah. so i kind of like the more anthology per episode approach like the twilight zone and alfred hitchcock presents is another good one and um Mm -hmm. i would say tales from the dark side but i have to say like most of the episodes of that show are not that good (laughs) from what i've seen yeah kind of sad really but then the ones that are good are like really good Mm-hmm. But it's just like that show, like I still really love it, maybe just because of nostalgia, but there mm-hmm. is like a really creepy kind of atmosphere to that show. I think because they don't really cast like big name stars and it seems like everything was sort of like low budget and kind of rinky dink that sure. I think yeah. it kind of gives it a certain vibe that Tales from the Crypt doesn't have because that was such a, I'm assuming more expensive show because, you know, they had these big name stars and everything looks really slick and stuff. It was one of the first big H- HBO like 
successes, really. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that yeah. r- r- reminds me. There was a show, and I think it was 84 or 85 on HBO, that was kind of mm-hmm. similar called The Hitchhiker, which was terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really great episodes of that. And they put a few of them out on DVD like way back when, but they've never released the entire show, which is kind of a mm. bummer. And it's not streaming yeah, yeah. anywhere. So I'm like, someone needs to stream that or release it because it's a really yeah, good Yeah, get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do you have a favorite episode? Favorite episode of Tales from... Oh, my God. Um, oh, this is a tough one. I love... Uh, this is weird because it's, it's not... Um, maybe one of the most memorable for a lot of people, but there's one called Mute Witness to Murder, and it stars mm-hmm. Patricia Clarkson, and she witnesses a murder across the street from her apartment, and she goes completely mute, and her husband gets the doctor who lives in the next building to come and, like, check her out, and it turns out mm-hmm. the doctor is the one that killed the person across the street, and he knows that she saw, so he commits her to the asylum, and she's completely sane. And it's really, it just creeps me out. I think I have a fear of being, like, stuck in a place like that, so it just kind of hits me in some weird way. But then there's, like, a really great twist at the end where, like, she gets her come up and you know, because that's the best part about Tales from the Crypt is that the bad people always kind of get what's coming to them. And right. so it's kind yeah, of like, could... it just yeah, ends well, on like a high note. You know, you're like, oh, well, at least they got what was coming to them, you know. So there's like exactly. a nice yeah. fun thing there. Um, but then like also the original t- um, EC comics. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which I love. I would also say television terror from, I think it was the same season, season two. That's mm-hmm. about uh, like a kind of a trashy like talk show host who goes to this house that's like supposedly haunted but he thinks it's like totally fake and so he plants yeah, some stuff yeah. in there but then it turns out to be real and so he broadcasts this like ghostly th- stuff across the airwaves it's it's really creepy it's a creepy mm-hmm. episode um yeah i like uh yeah those are both great i like dig the cat he's real gone for some oh, reason that's, that's always one. one i've yeah. um drifted towards where a man who gets <laughs> like what a cat gland like put inside of him or something yeah. and then he <laughs> and then suddenly he can die nine times like apparently cats can mm-hmm. and uh he becomes a carnival sensation and it's just a lot of fun i like it, it a lot and um, i like cutting cards is pretty good too that's a fun one yeah really short it's like 20 minutes and mm-hmm. uh it's just I think it just captures the the comedic tone and the horror elements toward the end because the the first half is like not super horror, but then by the end mm-hmm. uh, they're like I don't want to spoil anything, but you know yeah, uh, it, it gets it's pretty, pretty great. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Yeah, good pick. Tales <laughs> from the Crypt, man. Yeah, it's a you can't go it's wrong. It's a trip. You cannot go wrong. I would say there's it's... an episode or two for everyone. I like to think, mm-hmm. and I yeah. don't know why it's not streaming anywhere. It makes me mad. I know. I I bought the DVD set, but yeah, I don't know why it's not yeah, streaming anywhere. I don't get it. I, you you would think like H- HBO Max would put it on since it is an HBO show. That's true. I haven't checked on there, but I don't think it's on there. Yeah, it should be. Damn it! Come mm-hmm. on, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Okay, good pick. Yeah, that was one of mine as well. Um, I also had. Um, yeah, this was kind of hard because yeah, like straight t- straight horror shows. There's not a, like a ton of really good mm-hmm. ones like i have ones that are like horror influenced but yeah um 
I mean, just a couple of, like, honorable mentions that I, I'm not going to get to, but, like, you know, uh, Haunting of Hill House, I enjoyed up until the very it's end. A great show. Uh, yeah, it's a great it was show. quite good. I've been watching Supernatural since the beginning. It's not straight horror, but it's uh, enjoyable. The first five seasons are actually quite good, and then it kind of goes off the rails. I don't know why it's still going at this point, but um, <laughs> one, one of those shows. <laughs> and uh, I liked True Blood quite a bit when it was... Um, airing. It was another one that kind of mm-hmm. went on a little bit too long, but uh, the first yeah. couple seasons are really enjoyable, really queer. Alan Ball, you know, great oh, queer cool. writer and um, slasher was uh, decent. Um, have you watched that? Not, I have not seen that yet. It's okay. Uh, it's, it's three seasons. It, all three seasons are very different. My favorite was the third one. I think it's called Solstice. It, it's it's a little bit of a strange premise because you're essentially taking a slasher film and stretching it out over eight episodes, which is yeah. kind of a, an odd thing because there's a reason why most slasher films are really short, right? I, I like the third one because it's all, I think it's over a period of one day. So every episode takes place over like a couple hour period. Um, so it's almost like you're watching oh. it in real time as it plays out, which is pretty cool. Dexter, pretty good. You is a pretty good series too. It's a good too. show. It's a, that's yeah, a, that's pretty a good, good one. Yeah, starring our Bay Pen. Oh, Pen. Yeah, those are all pretty good. Um, I like Hannibal quite a bit too. Hannibal's uh, good. Mm-hmm. It's um, it took a while to really heat up, but uh, it's you know it's really good. It's really I mean it's really dark and delicious and gets very very queer because of course mm-hmm. Brian Fuller. Um, but yeah, my my favorite is um. And, and again, this one's not strictly horror, but, you know, I've talked about before, of course. You know, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's it's a show that... No. I know, right? I've never talked about <laughs> it before. shocked. I, I am know. shocked by this... I know, I know. Shocking development. <laughs> Revelation, right? It's, it's a show that is, while not being strictly horror, is very entrenched in horror history and conventions. And it, there's a lot of, like, wink-wink, nudge-nudge to a lot of horror films and... Um, I don't know. It's just it's just one of those few shows that has actually had like an impact on me as a person. Um, it's funny. It's smart. It's sad. Um, it gets pretty queer in later seasons. Uh, you know, it's about you know kind of entering adulthood and developing friendships and relationships and um, accepting responsibilities. And it's one of I, I've read somewhere that like there have been more academic books written about the show than like any other one in history. So it's it's very intelligent. Um, I think I in a previous episode or some at some point I referred to it as like the Sondheim of like teen shows because it is it's like (laughs) if you just look at it on the surface it looks like just a normal teen show but there's so much going on beneath the surface and i I just love it so that's yeah shocker right but uh, and i am so shocked yeah yeah did you have i don't even think i know you anymore i just can't yeah 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 those are the main ones there's not like i said a ton of really great horror tv shows and i I hope that continues to change um Mm -hmm. maybe there's stuff that we just haven't seen but it's yeah. Oh, um, what was that one on Netflix? Um, Marianne. Oh yeah, I heard good things about that. That yeah. was creepy as fuck. That's mm-hmm. a great show. That was okay, a genuinely yeah. scary show. It creeped me the yeah. fuck out. And that one's in That's French, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of any other. Um, I mean, there, there's some decent comedies. You know, Ash vs. Evil Dead is fun. Um, mm-hmm. Santa Clarita Diet. I liked the first season of that. I need to go back and finish that at some that. point. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, so that was our little uh, segment. I hope you enjoyed it, folks. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to w- w- spin that wheel again next week. And mm-hmm, see what we get. Yeah. We never know what we're gonna get. We might get we a never free car. It, right? I don't know. Yeah, we might oh, get... that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't have much to set the scene for this movie. You know, it's it's a good time. It's We're talking Superstition from 1982. Superstition, also known as The Witch. 
in the certain witch, countries. Yeah. Yeah, because it was shot in 1981 in Silver Lake, Los Angeles, but it did not really see the light of day in the United States until 1985, so there was a big turnaround. Rude. But I guess in the United Kingdom, it had found kind of an underground fan base because it was mm-hmm. it was banned as one of those video nasties, mm-hmm. and that probably just made people want to see it even more, which is always the problem with the, that whole system, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was a little interview with the, the, the director on the Blu-ray that I watched, and he, there wasn't much on there that was interesting, but he did talk about that, how, like, the film pretty much went under the radar in the United States for a good, like, four years there, but in the United States, or in the United Kingdom, it had built a following, and then he started later in life getting emails and from people being like, well, I found your film, like, because it was a video nasty in, in the UK, <laughs> and it's like, it's, yeah, pretty cool, um, and, you know, then the DVD came out in 2006, and it was always really kind of bad quality. You couldn't really see what was going on a lot. Yeah, I, I um, want to say the DVD was the first time I saw it. I never saw it on yeah, me too. VHS. I, I don't even know if any stores around me had it. It's not one that I remember seeing on the shelf, so I, I'm assuming they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the, the Blu-ray came out last year, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. It looks really good everything's really cleaned up and fresh and you can see every little detail. You can see those claws that are coming out and it's, the claws are it's a scary. lot of fun. So it was directed by James W. Robertson, who is mainly a cinematographer. He doesn't have a ton of directing credits. A screenplay by Donald G. Thompson, although there are three other people who have writing credits on this film. Oh, uh, wow. So it's like four people to make this little witch slasher film. Great. <laughs> I guess it makes sense, though, because it's, like, it's part slasher, it's part witch movie, and it's part, like, haunted house movie, so it kind of That's true, sense. yeah. The director said in the interview that the original script was just basically a haunted house movie, and then they came mm-hmm. out and they were like, let's add all this other stuff to go along with it. So, uh, wise choice. Yeah, because I, I think the stuff generally works together. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but... Uh, it does. It gives it some layers and... Um, mm-hmm. You know how we love layers. We love our layers. We like to peel them back every Mm -hmm. time. Um, Do you have a synopsis for us? Yeah. So a new family moves into a house. It's a a preacher and his family. And he's got a bit Mm -hmm. of a drinking problem. And pretty soon they start to find out that their house is actually where a, a witch was put to death in the lake out back in like 1625 or something like that. And, uh, and she still haunts the house looking for victims. It's a simple plot. There's not much, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, there's all kinds of, like, church cover-up and stuff like that. That kind of expands it and makes it yeah. interesting. Yeah, some, like, period horror colonial flashback stuff. Yeah, is... they've got some you... production value in this. Yeah, you don't see that very often with the, the flashbacks like that. It's nice. Especially then, you know. It, it was mostly just, you know, kids out in the woods. And this has got, like, colonial folks just <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doing their thing. Churning mm-hmm. their butter, you know. Churning their butter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the good old times, right? Oh, yeah. the days of yore. Yeah, uh, any general thought? We kind of talked general thoughts here. Um, I just, yeah. I really enjoy this little slasher witch haunted house movie that could. It's one of those movies that really shouldn't work, and yet somehow it does. It's like, you wouldn't think, like, okay, we're going to take Amityville Horror, we're going to take a witch movie, and then we're going to take, like, Friday the 13th and combine them. And it's like, that sounds like a horrible idea. And Mm -hmm. yet somehow it really works. Somehow everything comes together, and it's just a wonderful blend of 
styles and from different things. And um, I think you can feel the influence of this movie on other films that came, like even like The Conjuring kind of, you know, takes sort of uh, The Witch plus a ghost plus a haunted house oh, and kind of throws it all together. Yeah, with a little dab of demonic possession at the with end. With some yeah. demonic possession, yeah. Um, Interesting. See, I don't know how formative this film has been. Like, I don't know how many people have seen it. I think more and more people are starting to find it now that it's on Blu-ray mm-hmm. and it's starting to get the love it finally deserves. Yeah, I can't remember how I even heard about this movie. I think I think it was, um, there was a website, well, there is, called Hysteria Lives mm-hmm. um, that had like a bunch of like slasher film reviews. And I, and I think they reviewed it and I thought, this sounds interesting, but it was impossible to find for years because the yeah. tape was like so long out of print. And Anchor Bay finally released it, like you said, in 06. And that's when I first mm-hmm. saw it. And I just thought, this is a really interesting film. It's It's got so mm-hmm. much going on, but the scares actually work. This is like one of the rare films where like, Every scare kind of does work. It's I still jumped many times in this, so it has to have done something right. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't pull punches with any of these Mm-mm. kills. Um, no, there are kids that are killed. You know, I still yeah. su- support that. Like not in in yeah. life, but just in in film <laughs> in general. Yeah, it's it's ballsy because you don't see it very yeah. often. It yeah. I think it's more rare today than it was even in the in the eighties. Um, mm-hmm. The only other film that. I mean, I mean, there are multiple films out there that kill children, but uh, this one's pretty uh, brutal. Even though you don't see the actual killing, you do see his body later on, of course. Yeah, and you see the aftermath. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty grisly. I mean, it, it's – what I love about a movie like this is that you really don't know, like, what's going to happen next. Because it seems mm-hmm. like anybody could die at any moment, and that's an exciting yeah. f- feeling for a uh-huh. horror film, you know, because you really don't know where it's going to go. You know, this movie, it has, like, one of those endings that I usually don't like where uh-huh. I just, like, spoiler alert, everybody dies. Um, yep. <laughs> but for some reason, it doesn't bother me in this movie. I don't know why. Yeah, the, like, it should, just, but I don't really... Yeah, everything at the end is so fast. And mm-hmm. I think the protagonist, for lack of better term, uh, Reverend uh, David Thompson, right? Um, mm-hmm. He... I don't relate to him a whole lot. Like he's hot. That's great. No, but um, yeah, that's all he's really got going for him. I, so to some degree, the person that I find rooting that I'm rooting for is the witch, you know? Uh, yeah. Cause so the ending of, of the film where everybody dies doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't bug me that much because yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of happy that she got everyone <laughs> off her property. And <laughs> yeah, like she just wants some rest. I mean, the witch yeah. is all of us. Like she just wants some rest and yeah. they keep coming to her damn house, and she's like, "I told you not to come. I'm going to slice you in two. And they still come. Exactly. Now, I mean, they, ha- they have been warned. She doesn't kill Elvira, does she? No, that's the weird thing. I think yeah. like Elvira, like maybe that's like her like relative or something. I don't. I, th- I think yeah. I th- Elvira's the- interesting. She's she's yeah, a bit some... of a mystery. Yeah, I think she's the a descendant. Um, of her, I think they imply that when at the beginning when they're talking about like how the church owns the house, but it's been they can only they're only allowed to own it if they allow the descendants of the the witch or whatever her last name is Chandrick or something to yeah. live on this property. Um, exactly. So oh, I'm pretty sure they're yeah. So I'm pretty sure there's like her descendants. So so I guess that's why they're mm. safe. Although I think there's at one point she says that the witch had ensnared her husband. 
and taken him, right. and now she's taking her son with her. Son, so, which yeah. you'd think would be like her bloodline. That's kind of weird, but you know, yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, what I'm are you not going to ask too many questions of this film because it's no. such a good time that you don't have really have time to ask a lot of questions. No, exactly. Except you just go with it. Who the fuck is Mary? What is her story? Why is she there? According to Wikipedia, and that's, I had to read through this because, yeah, there are some questions in this film. This was the girl that she killed in the past. Um, what? And that's why they had her, you know, they arrested her in that flashback because she had killed this little girl. So in the present, we're seeing what we think is this girl's ghost. But then at the end of the film, it's implied that it's just another manifestation of the witch because she seems to be evil yeah. at the end. So I assume that because the witch killed her in the past, she can somehow now take her form for some reason. I don't I don't know why she wants to, but I guess just yeah. to be unassuming and uh, tempt people. Like she, I guess she kind of she talked to the little boy at one point, and it can help I mean, lure like, people. I guess yeah. Can she like take other forms? Like I think we need like a sequel where she just like takes the form of like everybody. That would be really, yeah. really cool and like confuses or like a giant. everybody. A giant beast, and I mean, yeah, you never really good, get a good look at her in this movie because she's always wearing mm-hmm. a giant like. Um, well, well, for most of the movie, you don't see anything; you just see the claw. No. But then at the end, yeah. you see her like shrouded in a big um, robe, yeah, with that claw underneath, uh, with the big claws underneath, and um, yeah, she's intimidating. But yeah, you never really get a good look at her except for in the flashback, which I'm glad that flashback mm-hmm. is there because it does add something to the film, and it, you get to see oh, who yeah. this person was a little bit before. All of the shit went down, and I, I really love that. Yeah, it's great. I, it's, I like colonial horror bit. in general. It's I, I would love it's to see fun. more of that. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, it's a very untapped market. You know, like, I I can think because, of like, I don't know, like, is the witch really colonial? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, like, the, the witch counts. Count, yeah, I, it, I would count that. Yeah, it's uh, a yeah, colonial um, America. There's one called Eyes of Fire. That's Eyes of Fire. Like yeah. That. I've heard that. Um, yeah, I haven't seen. I've seen it, but um, haven't seen it. But uh, yeah. it's good. Um, it's it's good. It it needs a Blu-ray. Yeah, there there aren't too many, and it's a good period because th- there were so many cultures that were you know coming over to America at that point and can um, mm-hmm. sort of blending together. And with them, they brought all of their legends and their folklore and their traditions. Yeah. So it's like it's a perfect time period just to it is um, incorporate some of this, um, especially witch movies. So more more um, colonial horror, please. Yes. I support it. I support it a lot. Yeah. I mean, okay, so this yep. family is a hot mess, though. Like, are we? Oh, gonna, they are. Are we going to discuss like the ridiculousness of this awful family? <laughs> like, oh, of course we will. Yeah. The dad is like a total drunk, and he's a yes. priest, which makes it even better. And uh, mm-hmm. the wife is just like a doormat; like she doesn't really do much. And the kids are like always at each other's throats, and they're really annoying. And I wish this was like a reboot of like Seventh Heaven, you know, where like the preacher's <laughs> family comes into like a haunted house i would so watch that yeah me too that's me what too. this needs this is this yeah. the seventh heaven reboot that we didn't know we needed yeah exactly yeah and then he has those two daughters who are a trip and a half right oh my god i think you Anne shut and your Cheryl. bitchy mouth i know i know i love that part <laughs> like, don't talk about daddy like that it's like are you two yeah. fucking what's going on like calm down right and meanwhile like people are dying and you're having this like family meltdown here yeah it's all about them <laughs> right it's yeah it's like um your brother just went missing <laughs> like can you calm yeah. down <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of like they took 
poltergeist, but like put the whole like family <laughs> sort of on the peri- the peripherals of the story, so you don't really care about yeah. them anymore. And it's like their drama no. just seems so like like I don't care about it, you know. Well, like on their first day there, they go swimming because they're so excited because yeah. we've got a pool, we've got a pool, and uh-huh. they go into the lake, and then one of them starts screaming, and they pull her out, and there's like a <laughs> there's a chopped off hand that's like grabbing her ankle. Yeah, and it's course. like this. If for most people, that would be a sign. Like maybe we should move, but no, yeah, exactly. They don't care. They don't They're care. just like, hey, why, why, why don't you go upstairs and uh, get some rest, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll talk about this tomorrow. It's like, uh, no, let's get the fuck out. Let's go find a Holiday Inn. I'm out. <laughs> exactly. I'm so done with. It. I mean, people are so stupid. Yeah, what this era, the corona era, has taught us is that people, in reality, are just as stupid as they are in horror films. And It's shocking. It's been These an are interesting, Trump yeah, voters here. They would vote mm-hmm. for Trump. I know it. I know they would. And and note how awful the police are in this movie. They get nothing Once done. Again. <laughs> <laughs> this is a recurring theme, right? <laughs> it's so uh. amazing to watch all of these with the knowledge that we have now of how the police actually are. And mm-hmm. you look back and you're like, wow, these horror films are the only ones that always got it right. <laughs> yep. Yep. They are never useful. Interesting how people think horror films teach us nothing. I mm-hmm. beg to differ. Yeah, the opening of the movie is great. I love, mm. you know, you have the two lovebirds making out in the car and you see the old woman who is revealed to be Elvira later, which that name, right? Elvira. Elvira. Elva. <laughs> exactly. My heart's on fire for Elvira. Elvira. <laughs> Giddy up, not, boom, bop, boom. Not to be confused with our goddess and mistress of the dark, right? No, she is no mistress of the, of the dark. She um, is not. Although she is sort of an icon in herself in this movie. You know, she, she has is. shawls. She doesn't use electricity. She is just lighting everything by candles. She is and a I pioneer woman. Mm-hmm. She She's kind of like Agra from the Dark Crystal, and <laughs> I love it. She's not really phased by the fact that her son is suspected of murder. She's just kind of like, yeah. oh, well, th- that thing <laughs> took my took my husband, so I guess it's going to take my son now as well. Okay. Yes, it's time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These things do happen. <laughs> He is gone to me now. It's like, okay, well, wow. Nothing like a grieving mother. Jeez. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish she talked in the third person. Like, Elvira sees everything. <laughs> yeah. Elvira knows. Yes. She knows. You're a, you're a, a, Te- a beautiful teenage girl. girl. Exactly. <laughs> and she definitely knows. <laughs> That's a callback to our Drop Dead Gorgeous bonus episode. Yes. Now streaming yes. on iTunes. <laughs> or wherever podcasts are sold, or if they're sold. They're not Conjured, really sold, I yeah. believe is the Conjured. word you're going for. Conjured. Conjured. Because mm-hmm. it's witch baby. I believe mm-hmm. that's the name of the next Conjuring sequel, The Conjuring <laughs> 3, the podcast. The podcast of doom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, the, uh, the Warrens come into the 21st century and they do some <laughs> podcasting in their little pioneer outfits and stuff. They're lurking on their AOL chat rooms and looking for <laughs> something that looks spooky enough to go investigate and... <laughs> uh, that's the Conjuring universe that I want to see. 
the AOL chat rooms. <laughs> They're looking for demons. They're like, are there any demons on here? This is Lorraine Warren. <laughs> um, so, so superstition. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, and of course the film begins with a head and a microphone. Uh, a microphone. Microwave. <laughs> <laughs> a head in a microwave. Well, it is at, at least great. now we know what we haven't seen on screen. A head on a microphone. <laughs> a so head on a microphone. Gonna write that down. <laughs> Add head on microphone. Yeah, put that um, in your next script. <laughs> I've never Give seen me that a before. <laughs> honorable mention for that, yeah. <laughs> It would be something. Yeah, there is a head in a microwave uh, before um, the Last House on the Left remake years mm-hmm. later. It mm-hmm. is a not very convincing head in a microwave, but it's... Um, no, it's this like prosthetic thing, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, it's let's get real. It's a latex mask from Party City that they just I mean, stuffed no. with like chicken or something. I don't know. <laughs> And it kind of just makes it great. And I think at the beginning of this movie, you're like, oh, is this going to be like a camp fest of a film? Because it has yeah. that. But then later on, you're like, oh, this is actually creepy. Like you said, it's, it gets a little intense. Yeah. Like the the opening is really fun. It almost feels like it was tacked on like later on or something. Cause it just doesn't, it, it doesn't quite fit with the rest of the film as, as much. No, it's but a little it's really delightful. Yeah. And I enjoy it. Yeah. And, yeah. Because you um, get the two hot guys. And uh, yeah. one of them, of course, gets a head in the mic- microwave, and mm-hmm. the other guy tries oh, to climb through this window, and he gets, like, reverse guillotined and sliced in half. It's pretty nasty. Yeah, I can't figure out, like, I guess, I don't know if it's the um, the the caretaker's son that kills him or the witch herself. I can never tell, because it looks like it's someone with, like, a knife that's behind him as he's, like, stuck in the in the window... And they're, like, slashing him and, like, slicing him in half. So I'm like, what's going on there? Oh, is that what happened? Okay, so what it I see is, like... like, like hmm. Yeah, I, so what I, see I is thought like, it was the actual window that was the window? Hmm. doing it. But the window is, like, still intact. So there's no way it could really slice him. So I'm like, huh. I... Cause, and and, you, and you, you can see, like, a blade, like, moving in the background. And I'm like, wait a second. Once I'm gonna again, have to rewatch that, then. Layers... Yeah, layers. Uh, but uh, the other guy is killed by the witch because you see mm-hmm, just yeah. telekinetically being you know, thrown like, up to the ceiling and then, you know, yeah. come down there. And he's just like lifted up and then brought down and then I guess he's decapitated yeah. at some point. It's a fun little opening. But yeah, like you said, it does feel a little tacked on compared to the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because then we jump forward a little bit and we meet the Reverend David Thompson, who is yes. very hot. That is the main thing I have to say. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much all he's, all he's got. You know, he's mm-hmm. an attractive man. Played by James Hutton, who is best known for Knots Landing. He's in a lot of soap operas. He's actually written some soap operas himself. Um, he has Damn. that vibe about him, so I can see that. Renaissance man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not only do I star in soap operas, but I also write them. Damn. That's the dream right there. That's the dream. That's the dream. That dream. Man. Also, he smokes, which, cool. Good for you, uh, Reverend. And uh, he is visited by I don't support by that. it. I don't support, I don't support that support at it. all. I'm, th- I, this movie's canceled because they're promoting smoking. What if a child sees this movie? What if my little Ashley sees this movie and decides to pick, take up smoking? She's four years old. She's very susceptible to media. In the words of Nancy Reagan, just <laughs> say no. 
But what if I raised her to where she's not smart enough to say no? That's the problem. <laughs> well, then well, you got to show her the advertisements then. This is your brain on drugs. <laughs> yes. Yes, but yes, lots of exposition here at the beginning, right? Because There's we learned lot. that I don't really understand it all because this house, I guess, like I said, has been left to the church ages ago. However, mm-hmm. the caveat is somebody from this Sherrick family has to be allowed to live on the property. So right now that includes this old woman named Elvira, who we talked about, mm-hmm. and her son, who looks like Hagrid from Harry Potter. He's um, bit, yeah. always really disheveled and a little slow. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't hold that against him, but... But the cops clearly do, because they are convinced that he killed those two nice young fellows earlier, even though they were kind of dicks, because they were playing pranks on people. and They were breaking and entering and yeah. wa- wasting their time with stupid pranks. I, 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 once again, the pranksters in these kinds of movies, I can never relate to, because I'm like, that's so much time spent for what? For like a few seconds of laughs, like, oh, we got exactly. you. I'm like, this is some elaborate shit, and you're wasting your like. What was playing at the drive-in? Go see a movie. I, yeah, I mean, go see my a God. movie. So Support stupid. your local drive-in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, go to the bowling alley. Do something. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Go fucking your car or something. You know. Yeah. It's, yeah. <sighs> you know what? This is all be because those two were having sex in their car, and they were jealous that they don't have the guts to do it. That's what it is. That could be. It's a lot of repressed homosexuality. There we go. Like They're like, we're going to go prank these two straight people because we can't bring ourselves to just fuck each other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So they go to this house and they bring the reverend with him. And I guess he's going to like, I don't know, do some church hocus pocus stuff I, I, on this house. I don't, I don't know what his point is. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's he going to do? Yeah. I think he's just like going to check it out for the church for whatever reason. Yeah. And Two inspectors go with him. You have the main one, and then you got the partner who decides he's going to go over to the pond and, for some reason, and examine it. And they oh. do a cool little, like, um, psych out here where at first... They do. Yeah, you, you think somebody's going to grab him, and then it doesn't. But then yeah. he, for some reason, drops some coins. Out from his, uh, like, the bottom of his pants i don't know like does he have a like a, a hole in his pocket it, what yeah what, and he, there's a lot of change coming out of there and it does i need to tell him to invest in like a change purse because that just exactly make sense now this seems perfectly normal for him though because he just yeah. decides he's gonna bend over and pick it up and then he's of like, course something again. reaches out and grabs him yeah and i jumped i peed a little bit it was pretty i scary. jumped i jumped it was pretty scary it's, it's pretty creepy um <laughs> They do a good job of, like, not letting you see anything. Like, you don't even see yeah. what grabs him. It's just, like, he just gets pulled in by some it's force. super quick. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, you meet the fabulous Elvira, like we said. Uh, she doesn't have electricity. She lives by candlelight. She wears thrifty shawls. Uh, she's got a great mm-hmm. kind of psychic medium vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's great. And there's a great scene where David is in the kitchen and he has that all that white sticky liquid on his face, and I'm like, hmm, mm. interesting. Where you been, David? <laughs> Where you been, David? <laughs> like, presumably, it's paint, but who can say, really? Uh, who knows? Yeah. Because there's a lot of overcompensating with David in this movie. Like, he's constantly looking at the women, and I'm like, mm, are you really interested in the women? Well, and there's even that line that the detective 
says that's like, oh, I, I've always wondered about you men of the clergy and like, yeah, it's men like, of the you, cloth. Yeah. You're yeah. looking at women. Oh, wow. I'm like, um, mm-hmm. okay. Well, I mean, he does mm-hmm. have a point. I mean, you know, maybe. It, yeah. Are there straight people in the clergy? I don't know. I yeah. probably, but I don't, I'm sure I don't know. A few. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, I always do wonder like, hmm. Yeah. Questions there. Why are you there? Um, and then, like you said, he meets the mysterious Mary, the little girl in white. Yeah. We don't know who the fuck she is. We don't know what the fuck she wants, but she's there. She's there. Yeah. And you'll still probably uh, feel that way by the end. She's very you will, Yeah. So another reverend arrives, which, again, why did David need to go to the house if they're just going to send this other reverend to yeah. uh, cleanse the spirits or whatever? Yeah. And he kind of looks like uh, like a Dollar Tree Donald Pleasance a bit. He's like bald, Oh, very much. Old. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And he does not last very long. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> he gets one of the best deaths in the movie. It defies it's gruesome. logic of all kinds. Yeah, but totally, you know what? Totally. Like, this whole film does too. So it fits right yeah. in. It's it's very like Final Destination-y. Where That's what I wrote down too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so they're re- repairing the house while he's there. And they walk into, I guess it's like the li- living room. And there's these, these guys working on some wood with a buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the blade of the buzzsaw just flies off, falls to the ground, and then somehow jumps back up and spins and lands in his stomach and just keeps sawing through him. It's it like, just I don't, keeps going. I don't think that's how that works. But you know what? Yep. In superstition, it does. Yeah, and in the moment, David seems pretty, like, phased by it. But later on, he's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, no, oh, yeah. oh. And then five minutes later, he, he's just like, what was that? Like, he's fine, that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, there's a lot of fade to blacks in this movie. Did you notice that? Like, every, yes. every time somebody dies, like, fade, slow fade to black. I'm like, are we cutting to commercial? Like, what's happening? Yeah, right, exactly. Like, is this a TV uh, movie? Yeah, yeah I, I feel like people need to limit their fades to black because yeah. – there, there have been a few films that I've seen where it's like, does every transition need to be a fade to black? Mm-hmm. Like, have you heard of a nice cross dissolve? Maybe just a cut, you know, a cut to an establishing shot, a title card, you know, three days Diver- later, something. Diversify your, your plat- palette a little bit. You yeah. Know, uh, it's like that's the only one up. they had. And shortly after, the next reverend arrives, um, <laughs> alcoholic Reverend George, like you said, and his wife Melinda, and their three... <laughs> Evil kids. Awful children. <laughs> Awful children. Yeah, like this family could have been the movie itself, but now they're just kind of a side story, which I appreciate. Yeah, they don't really come in until like 30 minutes into the movie. No, just no. Like... <laughs> and so it, I so I guess David's the main character. I mean, he is the one that lasts the longest, but then he kind of disappears for big chunks of the movie and goes off and does yeah. like research and stuff. So it's not really – it's like he, he is the lead – for sure, for, like, the first, like, 20, 25 minutes. And then he kind of yeah, just yeah. becomes a supporting character. It's very odd. The structure of this yeah. movie is very strange. It is, yeah, because at some point he goes off to the archives, like he said. Yeah. And so he spends, like, a good 30, 40 minutes of the film just, like, reading yeah. about this witch. And it's like, okay, where'd you go? Yeah, and then, like, when we do see him, like, it immediately cuts to a flashback of what he's reading about. So he's not really yes. in that either. <laughs> 
No, I would be interested to see what the shooting schedule was like for this. It's like you're called yeah. for like five days, and now we're yeah. called, everybody else is called for like everybody. It's uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's it was probably just about like that. I would assume. Yeah, there's a really pointless but kind of fun death where this like renovator gets killed by a clawed figure in the elevator shaft. It's very quick. Yeah, then the Reverend's son, what's his name? Uh, yeah. Justin, Justin, Mickey, that's it. I don't know. Justin, yeah. yeah. Dumbass Justin, there we go. Yeah, sure. He, he meets the young girl in White Mary, and they hit it off, I guess. And um, again, we don't know who this person is, but whatever. No. And um, he doesn't He doesn't question why this like, girl is just why walking is around his house. Why is she in my house? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are you in my basement? Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck, dude? Like, the family goes down by the pond, like you said, and the girl gets grabbed with a severed hand. And then she has like a psychological breakdown where she's having all these really <laughs> fucked up dreams. And they're just so vivid. And it's like everybody who has ever died in the movie so far and is going to die. And it's like... It's all over the place. Yeah. We call that padding. Um, <laughs> mm. It's like, um, so we don't have enough to make like a full length film. So we're going to add in this random dream scene where we show things that we've already seen in the movie and we're going to make it seem like it's new. Ah, uh, yes. Like a clip show episode. Where, yes. Like, like on Golden Girls. And exactly. Else. Remember yeah. that time when <laughs> dissolve. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Do, do, do. Yes, we remember because that episode was last week. So yeah, Yeah, the movie is pretty short. So I would not doubt if that was the case where they just need to add a couple things to give it some uh, heft, I guess. Exactly. Uh, The sun goes into the basement. He goes down there like a couple times. He does. Um, He has a fetish for basements, I think. Yeah. And they kind of make you think something's going to happen each time and then it doesn't. Until it does. Um, until until it does. Um, and I don't think that even happens in the basement. I think it happens in, like, the kitchen or something. Uh, oh, it might have been. Right. Yeah, it might have been. I can't remember exactly. But, yeah, I he, at some point, gets snatched by the clawed witch, right? Oh, yeah. And it's nasty because it happens so quickly, like all the deaths. And you don't see him die, but you see just the blood just dripping into his shattered milk jug. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like pretty the gross. Sh- the loss of innocence, right? With this, like, yeah. blood just going, uh, pouring down into the milk of the mother. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the red is just soiling the pure white yeah. liquid of life. And mm-hmm. uh, let me put on my monocle and <laughs> beret. Um, yeah, let's, let's really yeah. Uh, get, do a full academic <laughs> yes. assessment of this little uh, witch slasher, right? <laughs> You see, the house could represent the psyche, and um, mm-hmm. all these people mm-hmm. that inhabit it are personalities, uh, personality types of your yes. of your of your of your own. There are your Freud shadows. would say that <laughs> that the mother figure was probably at play here, but yes, <laughs> hmm. it's a whole thing. It, 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 this a thing. is a film that deserves a rich psychological analysis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe someday, folks, but it's not deep. today. <laughs> not on this podcast. I'm sorry. Not on this podcast. That's why you tuned in because <laughs> I know, I know you're not going to get it. <laughs> you're not going to get it. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, look elsewhere. Um, so, like we said, I, I appreciate when horror films are ballsy enough to kill off kids, and I love uh, it. I wish it they would do it more often. <laughs> Elvira has that great scene where she just cracks the window open. She's like, you have doomed us all, church man. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> and she, oh, Elvira. she reveals that, I guess there's this antique crucifix that David found at some point, mm-hmm. and he should have left it there because it fucked up everything. Uh, because yeah, apparently that, I don't understand it. Like that crucifix was either. keeping her yeah, it, spirit it, somehow it in the like water. I don't. She could, she could move around at night, but not in the daytime. Yeah, I was like, but I, but she already killed that dude with the buzz saw, and the exactly, police detective. Yeah. So that that doesn't make any sense. She's already making some noise in the daytime so i don't exactly i don't understand how that works i'm like how is she really any different and i don't get it no yeah there's definite questions there and i think elvira's been drinking i don't think she was the best when that happened she's like the the bar a wench from when a stranger calls you know it's just like like, don't fucking touch me yeah i guess that's more um alondra the witch Uh, Oh yeah, actually, yeah, she 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 yeah. she, she would be a good barfly. Imagine just like walking into like a darkened bar at like midnight, and you sit and you sit next to this woman that you can't see, and she's just like, "I will not die." <laughs> the bartender's like, "Ma'am, I think you need to leave," and, and she, she's like, "She's like." You have no authority to pass judgment on me. <laughs> I am like, the daughter okay. of Satan. <laughs> it's like, okay, girl, damn. <laughs> he will protect me, my lord, and salvation. He will bring all death to everyone in this bar. <laughs> like, Nancy's at it again. Got to cut her <laughs> off. <laughs> God. <laughs> Every Tuesday, like clockwork. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> yeah, but those flashback scenes are great because David oh, leaves, like we said, and he goes to research and he finds this book called The Malice Malefactorum, which not creepy at all, right? First not of ominous. all, great name for a band. Uh, just going to put that out there. Perfect. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. start a nice... Um, I'd be into that. It's like a grunge band, I think. Oh, I'm And so the in. book details like all these inquisitions that were made in the past. So we get mm-hmm. this great flashback scene with Alondra. And like I said, she has all these great lines like, I am the daughter of Satan. And she's always at a 10 the whole time. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, she is overacting and chewing that scenery. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And there's this priest named Andrew Pike, which is a very colonial name, right? Yeah. I'm Andrew Pike, and I've come <laughs> to burn you to the to the ground. It's like the Crucible, right? I love the yeah. Crucible. And you may think that you might think that these are like the Salem witch trials, but actually, the Salem witch trials took place in uh, 1693, and this flashback yeah. takes place in 1692. So yeah. Alondra was like a trendsetter here, right? Totally, pop pioneer, pioneer woman Good here for you. Yeah, literally, <laughs> pioneer woman. Yeah. yeah. She's being held, I guess, quote unquote, trial for. Is it though? She's basically just like tied up, and they're not giving, letting <laughs> yeah. her say anything. <laughs> they're like, uh, "You're gonna die. Like, if you want to talk for a bit, you can. But like, we're gonna push you in that lake." It's, it's yeah, cool. <laughs> we, we decided you're a witch um, because you're yeah. a woman, and yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> and also because there's weird bubbles coming out of your skull. I don't know what's what yeah, that's that, about. That, it's creepy. I have some questions about that. That's a thing. <laughs> Because they decide they're going to throw her in this nearby pond, I guess, and uh, then throw in a crucifix, which, again, is supposed to do something. We don't know what, but... Oh, but 
I do love that Andrew's like, um, I have decided that it would just be too cruel to burn you at the stake, so I am going to throw you in the pond and let you drown. I'm like, I, <laughs> exactly. I don't think that's better, Andrew. I don't think I don't it think is. That's any... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe if you like shot her in the head or decapitated her, that might be a little bit better. That would be a little quicker. And maybe a little more effective, yeah. Yeah, but just to throw someone in a pond, that's a little, that's about as cruel, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's a very kind of hocus-pocus scene where she's like oh, it is. being yeah. held up on that crucifix and um, you assume that she's she's reciting her curse, right? And that everyone on this property will be cursed if you enter for the next 300 years. Oh my god, if they remade this starring Bette Midler as the yes, witch. Yes, please. Yes, um, please. Why has this not happened? Why has this not happened? <laughs> Can you imagine? We are starting a fund right now. <laughs> Go fund me. Remake. Yeah. Except well, like, the director. she just like makes a bunch of like wise cracks as she kills everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, hello. Oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, I've been Hello, to hell, thank child. you. <laughs> I'm going to decapitate you now. <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, man. Untapped gold right here. He has a little woman. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, uh, folks, I did hear on the director's commentary thing. It's not a commentary. The, the interview where he said that someone had actually contacted him about doing a reboot of this. So oh. it could happen. We could ah. we could see a reboot someday of Superstition. So Alondra does not take too well to all of this, you know? And who could blame her? She's being yeah. thrown into a river. So, yeah. like I said, she curses the, the property. And she also apparently burns down the entire town, which is oh, so yeah. punk rock. And then, I guess, like, according to Wikipedia, it's like five years later, Andrew Pike, she kills him, too. By, like, first she makes all these wine bottles, like, just start blasting out everywhere. <laughs> Which is such a waste. I wish you wouldn't do that. It is. Like, come on, Alondra. But <laughs> I guess she's like, if I can't drink this, then nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, always the barfly. Mm-hmm. So that's all that is happening. You know, uh, uh, David is doing his research. He's having all these flashback moments. Meanwhile, at the house, there's some shit going down here mm-hmm. where the daughters are fighting, like we talked about, and it's this whole family in fighting where they're like oh sure daddy will know what to do daddy always knows what to do because cheryl has all these daddy issues and she does and her, she needs to calm down yeah and her sister Anne just can't take it anymore <laughs> and she's just like <laughs> shut your bitch mouth shut your bitchy mouth and just like slap her in the face oh it's great it's high drama it is so good and they both Meanwhile, have, like, perfectly yeah. feathered hair. It's so of the time. It's wonderful. Oh, it's so 80s. And Cheryl's little, like, mini sh- uh, mini shorts. and The shorts, uh, the yeah. T-shirt, the shorts, yeah. <laughs> it's so early 80s, and I love it. Because, yeah, we talked about, like, how when we were doing Village of the Dam, like, the early 90s were different from the late 90s. And it's the same with the 80s. You know, the early 80s oh, yeah. had a very different vibe from the late 80s, which were Absolutely. very, like... MTV, uh, yeah, the, the big bands and the hair rock and everything else and everything was, yeah, hardcore. But, like, earlier in the 80s, it was still kind of in the late 70s vibe. And um, Yeah, I think that's what, like, a lot of these, like, 80s period pieces don't really get is that, like, the early 80s was still kind of just, like, the 70s continued. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, like the really crazy hair and the big earrings and the bright neon and stuff, that was more late 80s. That wasn't, like, exactly. early 80s. And people yeah. always seem to forget yeah. that. They do. I think every decade is kind of like that. They always associate mm-hmm. the the latter half of the decade when we think back oh, on yeah. it. But it's like, 
The first half is really interesting too, folks. So what's going on? I mean, they the police find that Arlen has this secret hidden room because somehow they discover that, I don't know, I don't know how they find it, but they're like, oh, this floor plan looks different than <laughs> there's a hidden wall here. So I guess we should <laughs> rip it down. And they find out that Arlen is a wall person. Ah! <laughs> he would be. He seems like a wall person. He seems like an Andrew Garth wannabe, right? Yeah. Yeah, he has serious wall person vibes. I would mm-hmm. believe it. Do you ever meet someone and you're just like, I bet they're a wall person. Like, this is like their one time out, like, in the past, like, 15 years. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Like, go back to your wall. Wall person. I mean, to be fair, we're all kind of wall wall people lately, but... We are now, yeah. (laughs) We are now. Oh, gosh. I'm just holed up in my own little (laughs) tiny bedroom back here, and I really am, folks. Yeah, so Arlen gets arrested, and again, his mom is not really phased by it. She's just kind of <laughs> like, oh, all in a day. And for some God knows reason, the inspector stays behind in the basement. Mm. And he is subsequently dragged off to death by the witch. He is. But then we get a really kind of gruesome scene where the reverend's wife, Melinda, discovers her son Justin's dead, lifeless body just like hanging from the rafter. Oh, Rafters. yeah. And it's, in the it's kitchen. A, shocker and it just it, it hits you because the, the score is really like intense the score in this is pretty good there's a lot of like heavy bass line and da, 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 da. okay so are we going to talk about how a lot of the score is just the the main theme from the shining i didn't think the exact that. same true. same thing as the dun 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 you're right dun. except I think about that. except this kind of has like a little like disco beat so it's like dun 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 it's like oh well it's like wow yeah it's part of the the witchy charm of the film and yeah just gives it that little something extra um and from here on out folks it's a giant roller coaster it non-stop you yeah, know? it, it kind of reminds me of the uh, the first remake of Black Christmas, where at a certain mm-hmm. point, it's just everybody is killed one by one, and there's no suspense or buildup. It's just they're like, oh shit, we have like 20 minutes left in the movie. I guess we have to kill everybody now. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. scene af- exactly. after scene of everybody being killed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because what happens at the... I mean, so many things all at once here. You know, the witch comes yeah. out and claws Melinda and mm-hmm. tosses her around the kitchen like a rag doll. Yeah, she gets, um, like, beaten up in this. Damn, she's, like, thrown yeah. ac- across the room and all kinds of she shit. She does. <laughs> and ev- eventually, the hot Reverend David decides he's going to come back. Yeah. And that's the thing. The, the funny thing is that, like... He, like you said, he's treated as the protagonist, so you think he's going to do some good here. And yet everyone just systematically dies around him. Yeah, it's He does like, nothing. So he gets the two daughters, and yeah. um, for some reason, I can't remember her her, her name, the one with the, the dark hair. Uh, um, Cheryl. Yeah, she comes out of her room and is about to go downstairs with her and her sister, and decides, oh, maybe I'll just walk into the attic for no fucking reason, <laughs> except that I have to die. And yeah. that makes no sense. Like, I feel like they should have at least had someone like, maybe the the witch could have, like, pretended to be her mom or her dad or her brother. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Something. But she has no reason to go up there, so she just walks no. up there like a dumbass, 
and gets grabbed and killed, of course, you know, and then like nailed to the floor. It's pretty gross. That's a nasty death. Yeah. Nasty. It's like right in the head a, too. Yeah, drives a oh. stake right through her head. It's, it's a, nasty. And a uh, Al- Alondra, you nasty girl. I mean, I'm sure it didn't do that much damage because it's obviously it, it's obvious that she does not possess a brain. So it was probably right. A that's st- true. Straight shot right through. She's um, fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> She's starting Vassar in the fall. Um, <laughs> but the other sister, like, runs out of the door, and you're like, okay, so I guess she's in the car now. She'll be fine. And yeah. David goes up to check on sh- fucking Cheryl and her mm. dumbass and finds her dead. And then here comes the witch, blowing all kinds of debris and stuff and, mm-hmm. and you know, popping out of the shadows and stuff. And uh, he trips and falls and breaks that cross. And he's like, oh, no. Uh, but then for some reason, Gosh, he's, he's just so like useless. He's, he's so useless, useless as hell. But God then she just like disappears. She, she just fades away. So he's like, okay, cool. I guess that worked. I don't know. I don't know why it mm-hmm. would have worked, but okay, yeah. cool. So he leaves and goes to, to to the car and opens the door and there's the other sister dead. <laughs> she's been killed somehow. Yeah, we don't see how she dies, but <laughs> no. she's there. Yeah, And he's like, oh no. Oh, and, wait, wait, wait. Uh, we got to talk about um, like the, the dad. The dad's death. Oh, the dad. Um, the mirror. Yeah. yeah it just mm-hmm. sort of That's a good explodes one. in his face. Yeah, it's good because he, he yeah. tries to barricade himself in the room and mm-hmm. then I think he finds his wife's like lifeless body on the yes, bed. Yes, in the bed. It's nasty. Yeah, very nasty. Yeah. And then like you said, That's he goes right. up to the mirror and it's I kind of like this effect. It's very it's fast really cool. like all of them, yeah. but it's like it just suddenly shatters explosively and everything yeah. just flies into his face and he pretty much dies face. instantly. Yeah, it's nasty, nasty, nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then like then like you said, David decides he's gonna go to the, to the pond, uh, pond yeah. lake thing, whatever it is. Yeah, body mm-hmm. of water, and he has a bunch of cans of gasoline with him because he's yeah. decided that the, the best way to fight water is to throw a bunch of gasoline on and uh, then set mm. it on fire. Even though that doesn't really destroy water, right? It just sets yeah. it on fire briefly. <laughs> it's very like Jason lives. Um, oh yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this doesn't go according to plan. I don't really think he had a plan, but... Uh, I don't think he had a plan. He was desperate. He was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna burn things! Uh, and, yeah. uh, and then Mary shows back up, being a little twit, mm. you know, as, as she <laughs> is. And she's like, what are you doing? This isn't gonna help! And then he, like, stabs her with the cross. I don't know what the fuck Which that's Which is about. just rude. It's yeah. rude. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, ha ha, like, you didn't help, and I'll never die yeah. and shit. And then, so I guess that's to say that she was really the personification of the witch or something. I don't know. It's very confusing. And it's uh, kind of like the ring where like, mm-hmm. oh, they think they've beaten her. Like, oh yeah. They've beaten yeah. Some Samara slash the Daco, but guess what? She never She's sleeps. Fine. She um, never sleeps. And then she like explodes into flames and falls on the lake mm-hmm. and stuff. And mm-hmm. then the witch drags David into the lake and he I assume drowns. I don't. Yes. And uh, cue the credits. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And the last thing we hear is that glorious cackling. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I won, bitch. We're like, you yeah. did. You did. <laughs> yeah. It's an unconventional yeah. ending. And I don't hate it, like you said. Because I don't. I, I feel like I should, but I don't. Because I don't relate to the characters. So I'm like. None eh. of the characters are really useful people. And. Yeah. Um, the cops are terrible. Yeah. The church is terrible. Yeah. Especially the protagonist who we're supposed to relate to, but I do yeah. not relate to at all because he's so really. incompetent. And then he yeah. spends half the movie 
outside of the action. And then when he does come yeah. back, he does nothing of use to help anyone. Yeah. And and the yeah, like you said, the family's awful. The daughters are terrible. The yeah. dad is just constantly drinking. Doesn't seem to really care about his family. <laughs> yeah. uh, the mom, I guess, is kind of okay, but like I don't know, she doesn't really do much. No. Um, not really. So yeah, there really are no other relatable characters except for the the witch in this. So there aren't. <laughs> yeah, I'm Team Witch. I would. Uh, yeah. I would have to say that she wants to spend some time with her descendant Elvira and yeah, like I bet they they drink and play cards at night and probably you know yeah. I, I I think they're probably pretty tight you know. I think so, even though she has, like, you know, tortured her husband and son. But Elvira seems yeah. okay with it. She's not but really I mean, that like, phased Maybe by. they weren't, like, bringing much to the table, you know? I mean, they might have been yeah, it could shitty. Be. It could be. Yeah, it could I be. mean, yeah. I get it, you know? Um, yeah. I would yeah. like to th- I, I would like to see, like, what their Thanksgiving's like, you know? Like, what do they eat? Do they eat, like, what, what children? Do, who do they what? invite? Is yeah. it, like, witches from throughout history? Is it... Oh, that would be fun. Oh, which is anything else about superstition? Oh, it's fantastic. I suggest it's getting really the Blu-ray. Great. It's it's a great release. It it looked it looks great. Um it's it's a really fun movie that a lot of people haven't seen and that's and that and that's a shame. So That's sad. More yeah. people need It's an need excellent to see it. investment. So go mm-hmm. buy it now. Exactly. And before it yeah. goes out of print like every fucking Scream Factory every movie seems to be. Movie. Yeah. Um Okay, yeah. So, uh, do we have any overlooked gems for this week? Our first week of Witch Month here. I actually forgot. So, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's okay. That's it's, quite all right. It's been a week. It's been a week. So I was like, oh, I forgot about. No, that's fine. I gems. have one, um, and maybe a second one. Ed. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, oh. The first one is the Frighteners from 1996. Oh. Mm-hmm. Peter Jackson movie um, doesn't get a lot of love. It stars my 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 first boy crush, right? If if you listen to the oh. original episode, and that would be Michael J. Fox. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. And I watched this movie about five years ago for the first time, and I didn't really like it that much at the time. However, I revisited it recently, and I was just charmed by the whole thing. Um, mm. If you don't know what it's about, it's a you have this architect, or actually a former architect named Frank Bannister, played by Michael J. Fox, and he passes himself off as an exorcist of evil spirits. So to bolster this facade, he claims he has this special gift. Um, so he goes to different houses, and he can actually, he, actually, he can talk to ghosts, and he make he makes these ghosts come and play pranks on people in the house so that they then have to hire him to come and get rid of the ghosts. However, something there's some kind of dark force in this town that starts mysteriously killing people. And then he starts to get blamed for it because, you know, he's the only one who can talk to ghosts and, uh, yeah, the, everything, there's a lot of town with secret vibes and, um, uh, it's a nice little kind of mystery. It, it's a tonally strange film. Like it, it kind of goes from comedy to horror and then back again. The last like 20 minutes are like pure horror and it's, it's nuts. And the cast is great. There's like, um, D. Wallace is in it. Mm-hmm. Great role. Uh, Jeffrey Combs, John Astin. So, like, he clearly hired, you know, uh, horror people with horror cred uh, for the film, and I respect that. And I just think it's really underrated. I think it's a good little Halloween season one, which I'm going to try to mostly recommend Halloween season stuff. And, oh. Uh, yeah, because we're in that in that era. True. Um, true. And then a second one. You can help me talk about this one because I didn't write anything about it, but I've been oh. thinking about Messiah of Evil a while lately. We've talked about it mm. plenty. So oh, I love that let's, movie. Let's, 
Yeah, let's make an official Overlook gem. It's great. Yeah. Oh, it's a great movie. It is pure mood and atmosphere. It was a big influence on my film, A, St- a Stranger Among the Living. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming to Amazon soon. Yes, soon, soon. <laughs> um, and uh, and it's just, it's a movie about this girl who tries to t- track down her father who lives in this kind of weird sort of coastal town. And once she gets there, like, she discovers, like, everybody's really weird and they kind of, like, act like zombies because they kind of mm-hmm. are. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and then, yeah. Like, there's some other people in there and they kind of become victims. It's 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 a hard film to, to describe because it's not, like, the script isn't really that good. It's more about how it makes you feel. Yeah, it's a mood it's, movie for sure. Yeah, yeah it's kind of got like a kind of like a, um, it's like a almost like sort of David Lynchian feel at times. Like it's very that's odd true. and it has really that really and... really great iconic scene in the movie theater where she oh. she goes to sit down and then suddenly all these other people are God, zombies so actually slowly sit next to her and she is just completely it's surrounded. It's so claustrophobic. Terrifying. It's so scary. It's really creepy. It has a lot of like body snatchers vibes and like some mm-hmm. town with a secret stuff and mm-hmm. it's it's yeah i guess it's technically a zombie movie but like yeah. it's not what you would expect no. it's not like it's a romero far from that. Know, yeah 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 zombie movie they're not all like oh it, brains yeah it's not like that. no it's, they're like they're pretty much like functioning human beings except like they look a little pale and they like to eat people <laughs> exactly it is just so a great good. one to pull out during mm-hmm. halloween season because it again it's just a mood you can just put it on. You don't have to pay super close attention to it because, no. like we said, there's not much going on in the script. But, like, Mm-mm. you can just bask in this small, creepy town that is something is happening and it's dark and mysterious and oh, it's there's so something good. nefarious going on. It's 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 And the spooky. cinematography is out of this world. Oh, it's just beautiful yes, yes. and haunting. And I highly recommend it. It's pretty easy to find, but unfortunately, it's usually the way you can find it is like really bad, like pan and scan. Tape yeah, you know, rips and there's stuff. an out of there's an out of print DVD, and then I or a Blu-ray, and then I went on eBay and I actually found a Blu-ray recently that was pretty cheap, and I don't know if it's just oh, somebody good. has just been making it, distributing, but like oh, I picked it up because it was like ten bucks or something, and I'm like, all oh, right, I'm shit. taking it, and, okay. and it looks pretty good. So, oh wow. Um, Again, I don't know. If it's pirated, obviously I'm not endorsing that, but I, yeah. I couldn't tell because it seemed like a legit release. I can't remember what it said the company was, but um, I don't know. There's some there's something out there anyway. Alrighty, well, that was a nice little first week of Witch Month. And like we said, mm-hmm. we got several more films. There are five Tuesdays this month. Uh, we'll have to decide if we want to do five films oh. or if we want to do something special. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm. Um, we might have some fun Halloween festivities coming up. Um, either later this month or at the beginning of next month. We'll see. It's going to be great. We just might. We just might. We just might. You know, in the meantime, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at um, Homos on Haunted Hill and on Facebook and Twitter at H-O-H-H Podcast. Uh, You can leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook. Please be nice. Um, You can email us with, you know, again, some suggestions for the topics you want us to talk about at the beginning of the episodes. Uh... Or even just to say, why are you talking so much at the beginning of the episode? You know, we, we don't care. Exactly. Again, we love we love feedback regardless. Yeah. It's nice to just hear from people. Um, yeah. We'd rather that come in the form of emails, but, you know, however yeah. you want to <laughs> get that to us. Um, yeah, in the, and in the meantime, you know, uh, we'll see you next week for another 
uh, witchy week, right? So grab your cauldrons and uh, mm-hmm. your Put pointy in your hats, eye of newt. your black cats and your crystal balls. And in the meantime, you know, keep being your best witchy self and uh, mm-hmm. keep fighting the man and fucking up heterosexual families and uh, anything not? you can do that makes you feel – get your witch on this month, right? You you do you. You do you, girl. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>